high atop Inner Miami CF Stadium. Another beautiful Saturday here in South Florida. A lot of wrestling news to get to, mostly uh, WWE in the news a lot this past week. Again, you can hear the show every Saturday here, 9 a.m. on SideRadio.com. You can download the podcast everywhere, whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. I get your Saturday started at 9. I'm followed by David Dwork and Chirping the Cats at 10 o'clock. 11 to 1 now is Red Card Radio with the great Austin Robillard. At 1 o'clock, it's now Kai's Corner till 2. Then we end the day with the J-Rod Experience and also exciting news here at OnSideRadio.com. Sunday programming starts tomorrow, 7 to 9. Sunday Sports Drop, Jesmai Santana, and then Juan Cardona. Juan on Juan. We'll get you from 9 to 11. So we got 7 to 11 there, Saturday programming from 9 to 4, and then, of course, all through the week. Nothing but non-stop sports talk. Keep that appetite taken care of for you on your sports talk here, South Florida and around the world on OnSideRadio.com. Don't forget to be a part of the show. Call 888-441-4623. Give us a text, 844-416-8123. And my man Jack is back in the seat back there. How are we doing this morning, Jack? Yeah, doing better. How about you? Oh, doing good. Now you're here, man. The band's back together again. Yes, sir. And we're going to get started again. we got lots of news to get to here. WWE, a lot of, uh, I guess, financial news. And also, WrestleNomics.com. If you need help with numbers, anything with wrestling, numbers, business stuff, head on over to WrestleNomics.com. They are a lot smarter than any of us. And... Um, a lot of great articles over there. Join their Patreon and um, get the news that you need when you need it. Because uh, they helped me out a lot here. This past week, Jack, I don't know if you heard, Peacock, the uh, NBC venture of streaming, purchased the WWE Network. Yeah, I noticed. And now, did you hear the numbers? Yeah, I got a uh, pretty good idea. You're looking at five years and over a billion dollars, two hundred million annually, for five years. This is according to the Wall Street Journal. Right. You know how much WWE was making a year mm-hmm. on the WWE Network. This kind of, I get. Look, they they sell. It's nine ninety nine a month. Okay, and I was thinking, okay, they probably got what a million, two million viewers. They actually had a uh, one point two million U.S. subscribers. Again, the Peacock only purchased. Let me get this out of the way. The U.S. portion of the WWE Network. So again, that that is this is just the U.S. portion. Okay. Which ended up being about 1.2 million subscribers, at about 144 million in revenue a year. So basically, they're going to gain about 56 million dollars a year in revenue for selling this. And this is something that I believe you know Vince has wanted for a little while. This was one of the things also why. Some of the top executives had left WWE because there was a dissension on what uh, the game plan was going forward with the WWE Network. Because, again, here's one of the things, and this was brought up uh, also on WrestleNomics. uh, 
It was a quote from uh, Nick Khan. I believe he's in charge of now the finances for WWE. And um, trying to get to that tweet right now. Well, while you're doing that, it's, it's interesting the timing of it. You know, um, I think the network launches on the 18th. Um, yeah. It's right before Fastlane and, of course, uh, a little bit before WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania, yep, yep, yep. So it's, 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 you know, everything is timing when it comes to, you know, these type of transactions and stuff yep. like that. And then plus they're going to be providing, like, original content, I believe. Yeah, well, WWE always provides they're, – they're providing the content for them. So basically now but, WWE has kind of lost uh, – their, the money was in the – they didn't realize how, I think, intricate you had to get when you're producing your own content. It's not just, you know, you click your fingers and you have content. Yes, they have the live shows. Yes, they have the pay-per-views. But there's other things. This is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week network. It's not like you cannot just produce con- – you have to produce content all the time. And one of the things – and this is what the challenge was growing it from where we are. This is Nick Khan, the president of WWE uh-huh. Inc. It's tough to get people who aren't fans to sample a product when you have to subscribe to see it. Right. And again, earlier this year, or no, sorry, later last year, 2020, they started a free version of WWE Network where you can kind of get a, get feel, a, for get a feel for it. Yeah. yeah. And then the thing with Peacock is, again, $9.99 is what WWE pays. Well, you pay for WWE Network. I am a subscriber to WWE Network. Nine ninety nine gets you the premium Peacock. Is so basically, now I thought it was like uh, I believe it was four ninety nine. No, four ninety nine gets you the second tier. There's a free tier. Okay. There's a second tier that's four ninety nine, and then the premier tier, which is nine ninety nine, where you get everything. So now, on top of my nine ninety nine for the WWE Network, I was paying for. Now I also get everything that's involved in the Peacock Network for the same price. This is a win for me. Well, the nine ninety nine is without the ads, I'm guessing. So yes, nine ninety nine without the ads. Yes, four ninety nine is the ads. That's that's the catch. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not all about the ads. I I am a very get to very, the point. Yes, just get me to where I need to get to. Right. No, what I meant by original content, you know, of course you've got the Monday Night Raws and the Smackdowns, but I've been watching uh, the Broken Skulls. Sessions. Yes, yep, they brought they brought those in, yep. You know, so original content from that standpoint where, you yep. know, they showcase um, different, let me take the stand mask off. Yeah, they've started doing some things with uh, WWE 24, which uh-huh. is uh, a, a con- kind of watching the 24 hours, the buildup going into, they did the one with AJ Styles, um, no, Chronicle, I'm sorry, Chronicle. Chronicle is the yeah. one with, uh, they did Bianca Belair, which is a great one. If you haven't watched that, make sure you do. They have... Uh, you know, 24, you have uh, the one they used to have where they, uh, they I think the season ended and they, they put them out every once in a while where the wrestlers actually drive from city to city uh-huh. and you, you kind of just ride along with them and they're just joking around and kind well, of like, on a uh, thing. What's the NFL thing? Hard Knocks? Just a small uh, condensed version, like follow. Yeah, in a way, but you're they're in the car driving the whole way. Okay. They get in at the, the stadium they're leaving, the arena they're leaving, uh-huh. and they drive all the way to – the arena when they're getting out. Um, they've done a lot of the best of, you know, the Royal Rumble, of course, now. Right. They did The Undertaker, The Last Ride, which was kind of a playoff of uh, Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. Okay. Um, you, you have a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff there. But I think what they, they didn't realize, 
when they went into this. I think they knew, okay, we have to find a digital way to get our product out there to help our business. I don't think they realized the venture and, and how much it would take to get, because I think the initial cost put them back, I think, like, like a couple years. Mm. And with this sell now, maybe they maybe they'll get back in. But I can't remember all of uh, – let me see here. Um, so WWE Network launched in 2014. Um, but over the past two years, the company hit a ceiling and subscribers have fallen from their peak. Mm. So, you know, again, right now they, they hit and like they're saying, you know, you're not going to get anybody new to pay for a subscription. You've, you've kind of hit that wall yeah, you pretty of, much, of fans that you're going to get. Yeah, you're pretty much – banking on you know the niche yeah audience that you already have but as far as like i mean like anything in business you would want more but what's enticing about yeah. it you know what what's what's being brought to the table yeah and the interesting thing is this and this is one of the things i think some people uh you might not think about you know again ww being a publicly traded company always got to look at making that money for their stockholders yeah shareholders and stuff but here's one thing is ww programming has kind of been aimed at kids you know, and again, that works if you can get a kid to want to go to wrestling and they, they and again, the parents can afford it. But then you now you get the kid, maybe his brother or sister, the mom, the dad. Now you got a family of four or five going to a wrestling show, paying for tickets, merchandise, food, everything else there. When you look at the WWE Network, if your product is catered toward kids, kids, kids aren't buying digital platforms. Kids no. are not paying for streaming services. The parents are. The parents are. And and I think this is one of the things. And, again, I, some parents might went ahead and said, hey, you know what? I'll get WWE Network on my phone. If you want to watch it, go ahead. But how often do you think that really happened? And that's one of the things where I think, you know, again, you, you have to. I don't know if you have to go as risque as what they were in the Attitude Era where they just really didn't care. They were just doing whatever you could for shock value. But I think you got to find that happy medium. You have to have that for people. You have to have the extreme violence for some. You know, again, not extreme violence, not crazy, but, you know, the extreme matches, your hardcore matches, however you want to name it. got to have your, you know, your characters for the kids a little bit. You've got to figure out how to balance all of that. And that that's where I think they're, they're having a little bit of an issue there right now because I don't know that they have anybody – there's not that John Cena for the kids right now. Right. You know, when I, when I, when I look at the, the product right now, who is the one talent that you can look at and be like, okay, that's aimed at kids right now, or that's, you know, kids will gravitate to that. I think it was Roman Reigns, but now they're doing, doing the head of the table with Roman, which I think is a great, probably one of the best things they're doing right now. But I'm trying to figure out and look, think about the product right now. Where is that that person right now? Where's that talent that is pulling the younger viewership into the WWE? And I don't I don't think I don't think it's there. When I when I'm thinking of it right now off the top of my head, right now. Whereas when you look at AEW, and I know we do a lot of comparing and, and again, because right now that that's really not even, they're not competition. They're not. When you look at the numbers Raw and SmackDown are doing compared to what AEW is doing AEW is kind of in the numbers with NXT and I don't even think that that's really a battle I think AEW has found their place and, and what they are and when you look at them young t- 
young viewership, Jurassic Express. I look at it. You have, you know, Luchasaurus, who's a, who's a, wears a dinosaur mask. You got Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt there. They, they kind of go toward that younger audience. So, so they do have they they have people there. But when I look at WWE now, and again, I think WWE has kind of made that statement now where they're going to kind of change what they're doing. You're kind of seeing it get a little bit more edgier. They're they're still trying, I think, to surprise you here and there. You had Braun Strowman come back last night, kind of out of nowhere. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see. To see how they do, because again, it, NBC has said, okay, here's here's two hundred million dollars annually over the next five years. I gotta believe they're gonna want some kind of return on that investment. Uh, that's usually the case. <laughs> they're not gonna be just like, okay, just send us something, Vince. Just just send us something. Get get us something over here right now. We need something. Just throw, record something and send it. No. So now now. I think they need to look at what their plans were now because now you've almost have you have USA Network you have Fox and now things were said at least what I read and I cannot remember who and I want to say I believe it was Sean Rossap Rossap of uh, Fightful and if you're not following him shame on you you should and his Patreon as well NXT looks like it might be going back to the WWE Network with the whole thing with NBCSN moving the hockey to the USA Network on Wednesdays. So now you wonder, okay, now they get this on Peacock, and now you're going to have the live NXT. So now if you're WWE, you have three, three programming platforms you have to keep happy. And again, two are kind of the same because USA and Peacock will fall under the NBC umbrella. Right. And then Fox. And right now, I think the only one you're really keeping happy right now is Fox. Because those numbers have been pretty good. And uh, I know we got to get the break here in a moment, but uh, one of, another thing that happened this week is it looks like Cricket Wireless and WWE announced a multi-year sponsorship that makes Cricket the co-presenting sponsor of the Royal Rumble, which is this Sunday. We're going to get into that when we come back. And Cricket also becomes the new presenting partner of all their kickoff shows prior to all four of the flagship events, which would be the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. So Cricket Wireless back on board with WWE and that as well. And then uh, just to look at some of the this weekend, yeah, viewership was down a little bit uh, across you had about 734,000 on TNT Dynamite, 720 in the NXT. Uh, Dynamite was uh, 18 to 49.29, about 375,000 viewers, which put it at number six on the night. And NXT came in at 0.21, which put them at about number 24 on the night. Again, if you're looking at those numbers, but then when you look at what Raw and SmackDown are doing. They're still uh, way, way, ways away from what those numbers are on Monday and Friday. When we come back, we're going to dive into some of the Royal Rumble card and 
Uh, we'll look at some predictions. I think right now Daniel Bryan leading them, but I wonder. I want to look back and see if uh, they had Braun Strowman there. Sundays, 9 a.m., Juan Cardona dominates the airwaves with Juan on Juan from sneakers to video games to your favorite South Florida team. Tune in every Sunday from 9 to 11 to Juan on Juan exclusively on the home for sports talk in South Florida, onsideradio.com.